hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Spiraling Up with Greg. So this is not the normal life update that I will be doing. I know it's kind of annoying that I just tried a new format last time and now I'm going to break it, but I shall return later. But I had a pretty traumatic experience happen to me this past weekend when I was in Yosemite and so wanted to discuss that. I was in Pine Mountain Lake, which is our parents' house, kind of in the mountains near Yosemite, and we spent Sunday in Yosemite, which was great. We ended up hiking this trail to Sentinel Peak, which is this place where you can kind of look all around Yosemite and see all the other pretty cool landmarks. Yeah, so I was hiking, just doing my normal walking thing on a giant rock, and thought that I was walking on flat ground, and it turned out that I was not walking on flat ground. There was about a five-foot ledge in front of me, and I kind of just walked off it, which was pretty wild. I walked off it, and once I felt that I was touching air and not ground, I kind of realized that I might be in trouble. So my right leg was still on the ground, and my left leg was in the air, and I kind of just collapsed my weight onto my right leg. I was trying to fall backwards to go back on the ledge. I unfortunately had too much forward momentum. So my leg ended up scraping on the rock, which is pretty sharp. And I ended up just falling and had a pretty big gash on the side of my leg. I think it was about eight inches. Yeah, so the scene is I just fell. I'm up there with Anthony, Jeffrey, and my cousin Trish. Everyone else didn't do the hike up the last part because it was pretty steep. Yeah, so it's noon. It is 107 degrees, and I am bleeding a lot. Yeah, it was really scary. I definitely thought that I was going to die. I remember kind of laying there and looking at my leg and my hands are like covered with blood. Jeffrey's hands are covered with blood. We're basically trying to like squeeze my leg together, trying to squeeze the opening closed because it was just so big. But we eventually were able to get a tourniquet on it and slow the bleeding. We called 911 basically immediately. So the Yosemite Park Rangers kind of responded and came. Actually, a really crazy feat on their part. Shout out to Yosemite Park Rangers. So when they got our emergency call, they were 50 miles away. And door to door, they made it to us in 45 minutes, which means that they were probably averaging 65 miles an hour on back road, two lane roads, which I cannot imagine being very safe. But yeah, they made it. That 45 minutes was wild. It's like actually difficult to talk about because it is a difficult thing to relive. We got a tourniquet on. Very lucky for me, there was another hiker who happened to be a surgeon. So she came over and she happened to have like a hiking medical pack. So she had an ace bandage, which we used in place of the shirts that we were using for our tourniquet and was able to talk over the phone to the emergency medical people to kind of relay what my situation was. By the time she showed up, we had already stopped the bleeding mostly, but she was super helpful. So yeah, her name was Caitlin and she was great. Yeah, it was so lucky that she was a surgeon and was able to assess the situation. It was one of those things where I was like, dude, I don't know what is happening, but this is not good. And as soon as she showed up and I was hearing her talk to the other medical people, it definitely made me feel like I was going to be okay. And I think before that, I wasn't sure. So I went to the hospital, they cleaned out my wound, I have 10 stitches in my leg, which I need to get removed at some point, and I am just recovering. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit before I can really leave my house, because walking is difficult. 
So I am recovering cooped up at home. I've kind of gone into overdrive on health this past week. So taking a bunch of vitamins, I'm basically doing everything I can to heal my leg faster and also to prevent scarring. So taking a bunch of supplements, I got these silicon gel things that help with scarring. But yeah, my leg is pretty gnarly right now. So it feels good to be alive. Yeah, I feel like I'll probably do like a longer thing about this, but I think for right now it is too difficult to really relive and talk about. So the craziest thing about all this is, as I am one to do, I was recording a voice memo to myself, just talking about my thoughts being on the mountain when I fell. So the entire thing is recorded. I have an hour and a half recording starting about 10 minutes before I fell to me getting into the emergency services vehicle which I think is so crazy. I mean, I've actually never found this, but the idea of recording a near-death experience is super crazy. Generally, you don't really plan on dying, so if you find yourself in a near-death experience, you generally are not recording something. But yeah, I have the whole thing recorded. I was thinking that at some point I should release it or like make like a podcast out of it, but I've tried re-listening to it two or three times and I actually can't get to the point where I fall. I feel myself walking and it is too difficult for me to listen to. So maybe on like the one year anniversary or something, I might release it. Honestly, I probably won't. As I listen to it and I am walking, talking, and I know that it's getting close to that point, my hands start shaking It is harder to breathe. It is the closest that I have come to a panic attack. So crazy. Hopefully at some point in the near future, I can get to the point where I can listen to that and not be traumatized. But that is where I am now. Also, very crazy, like power of the internet story. This girl, Caitlin, totally saved the day for us. And as soon as the paramedics came, she left, which was so sad because I really wanted to get her info and say thank you and see if there was something I can do to help her life. But she just kind of left. And so Jeffrey posted on Reddit, on the Yosemite subreddit, and basically told our story and described what happened. Within 24 hours, Caitlin had been found, which is so insane to me. The power of the internet is vast. So yeah, someone who works with Caitlin saw the Reddit thread and then texted Caitlin to confirm it was her in Yosemite and this happened and then passed along her contact info. So I'm talking to her now to kind of figure out if there is a way to pay it forward because I feel like when things like this happen, you should do your best to help those people and to help others. So I'm hoping to yeah use this as an opportunity to give more love in the world. So TBD on Caitlin. But if you told me beforehand, like, we're just going to post and say we fell in Yosemite and a surgeon named Caitlin helped us. If anyone can find her, please let us know. And within a day, we found her. I almost want to talk to the person that saw the Reddit thread and be like, what caused you to be on the Yosemite Reddit? So crazy. So at the end of the day, I'm alive. I should make a full recovery. I'm in a lot of pain. I have not been using painkillers, mostly because I don't like how they make me feel. I have been using Kratom a little bit, and Kratom is great. Kratom just totally takes out your pain. So that has been nice. But yeah, I am happy to be alive. I definitely would not have survived if I was alone. Yeah, I feel so much gratitude to Jeffrey, Anthony, and Trish for stepping up in such a traumatic situation and staying calm and helping to save my life. I definitely wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. 
it's difficult because I feel so much heaviness and I know that you release the heaviness by talking about it, but in the moment, talking about it brings up all the heaviness. So it is so much easier to just ignore it, but I think it is important to address and confront these feelings. Yeah, I'll probably talk more about this at some point in the future, but yeah, I'm happy to be alive and Greg out. Thank you.